You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Detroit Public Television is launching a new public affairs show tomorrow. The goal of the new weekly program called One Detroit is to tell authentic stories of our diverse communities during this pivotal period in the city's history. The show will air on Thursdays at 7.30 p.m., Fridays at 5.30 a.m., and Sundays at 9 a.m., One Detroit will be anchored by Christy McDonald, who will also serve as the show's managing editor, along with myself and Detroit News editorial page editor and 910 AM radio host Nolan Finley. One Detroit replaces My Week, which is the show that the three of us have done together on Detroit Public Television since 2012. The first episode tomorrow is going to feature a special report about community meetings in Detroit's Island View neighborhood where young black men have space to speak their minds unfiltered and unprompted. Joining us now to talk a little more about this new program and the content that will make it up is Ed Moore, the executive producer of DPDV's One Detroit. Ed, welcome morning, to Detroit Stephen. today. Good Thanks to see so you. much for having us. Absolutely. Will Glover is also here. He is a DPTV producer and has a report in the first episode of One Detroit about these community meetings in Detroit's Island View neighborhood. Will, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having us. And also with us is one of my favorite Detroiters, Pastor Barry Randolph. He is uh, the pastor of Church of the Messiah in Island View, and he is one of the subjects of Will's piece on One Detroit. Pastor Barry, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, Ed, let's start with uh, what's different about this show and why the transition's being made from My Week to One Detroit. Well, My Week served us so well, and uh, we were very lucky to have such uh, you know, um, preeminent talent on the show, and yourself and Nolan and Christy. Uh, but Detroit Public Television really felt the need and the draw to get back into the community, to do immersive community engagement, mm-hmm. to really find out what's going on in this you know, unprecedented time in Detroit's history, really. Yeah. There's so much transformation going on and so much transformation at at the neighborhood level at some of these uh, communities that, that have just been historically overlooked. And so with our partners, the Community Development Advocates of Detroit, um, CDAD, uh, they've, we targeted particular communities in and of themselves that are, that are really undergoing a lot of change. Yeah, yeah. And so how do you find out what stories are important to them? How do you find out what stories need to be told? What do we all need to hear as a region? That's that's the big difference is is actually digging in and making personal connections. Um, and it, we find it helps build up trust too, which yeah. is is short supply which in is journalism huge. these yeah. days. Yeah, uh, Pastor Barry, uh, you are the subject of one of the pieces in the first episode. Uh, the work that you're doing there in Island View, particularly with young black men in that community, is is, is really remarkable. Uh, talk about some of the things that you see as critical to that narrative here in Detroit right now. Well, one of the things that uh, we try to tell people, Church of the Messiah is a mixed race congregation Mm -hmm. with a couple hundred people. But 60 percent of our congregation is young black male Mm -hmm. under the age of 30. Yeah. Which is really remarkable, too. Oh, Uh, absolutely. Young people, they don't reject God. They just (laughs) reject the package of church. Mm -hmm. So uh, you got to create a package which they feel included in. Yeah. So one of the things that we did was uh, we bring about opportunity for them. 
So it's, it's bringing about opportunity. So mm-hmm. inside of the church, there's an employment office, there's a housing corporation, there's room for entrepreneurship, but there is a room in a space through which they can come and speak their mind. Mm-hmm. So they have that opportunity. So when we allow them to be themselves, come in as themselves, um, they're able to express exactly what's on their mind, which allows us to be able to deal with the true challenges that they face every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will, you you did a lot of work on this uh, on this piece. Uh, talk about that opportunity to go beyond the studio, beyond the headlines, and yeah. really get uh, to the granular sort of level of what's going on in this city. Uh, I mean, honestly, it was kind of nice to be bled in and you know get the opportunity to talk to these guys mm-hmm. in in such a, a candid way and you know I could tell that they were excited also to finally just have someone listen to them right. w- without immediately rebutting or yes. having to you know pass judgment which I think was one of the major concerns of theirs was being able to speak and not be judged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but after listening to their concerns and you know just how aware these guys are, even though you know they're between 18 and 24 years mm-hmm. old, they you know readily identify their daily struggles and how that connects to the larger picture of you know where they stand and you know their the social standings right. when it comes to voting and socioeconomics and all that stuff. So it it was really nice, and I think one of the biggest things I've taken away from it now, with a little more time to reflect on it, is the fact that a lot of these guys' issues and concerns are the exact same as just about every other American yes. that you know right. that might be having any issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pastor Barry, one of the things that that uh, I notice when I talk with uh, young black men here in the city is that they feel left out uh, of mm-hmm. not just the things that are going on in the city, but left out of the conversation about what's going on in the city. It, it always strikes me that your church is a place where they feel brought in and included uh, and, and where you're sort of pushing back against that narrative of pushing them away. Absolutely. So a lot of the things that the young men are doing are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, some of the ones who used to come in, they may have sold drugs. They may have been in prison. They may have um, been car thieves. They're now running video production companies. Mm-hmm. They, are, they now have clothing lines. They're doing all of these incredible things. The only thing that they lack is opportunity in people who believe in them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed, uh, we're going to do lots of different kinds of things like this, but uh, and a lot of them will be in Detroit, but we also want to emphasize that this is – a show about the region, and it's really about trying to sew the region together. Four million people, one story, one Detroit. Mm-hmm. That's our that's our catchphrase. That's our motto, and it really speaks to the 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 breadth and scope of how we're trying to tackle Greater Detroit's story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're we're already planning um, pieces out in you know Macomb County and Oakland County. And you know, down toward Wyandotte, out to Dearborn, as far away as Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we really see this as a as a way to, by telling these stories, as a way to uh, promote some kind of regional unity yeah. that I think this this area is going to need. South Eastern Mission is going to need if we're going to, you know, uh, complete this transformation. Yeah, yeah. A transformation that's inclusive and helps everybody. Well, yeah, we we definitely need that. And my sense is. People are ready for it. I think we're now at a point where people are ready to think about this as 
one space that we all share and where we have common interests uh, and goals. And to get there, I think we have to understand and have and create some kind of empathy for what other people in different parts of the region are going through. Yes. And I think this is this is a place that public media can can really uh, help. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, One Detroit debuts tomorrow. That's Thursday at 7:30 p.m. It will re-air on Fridays at 5:30 a.m. and on Sundays at 9 a.m. Ed Moore, Will Glover, and Pastor Barry Randolph. Thanks very much for being here on Thank Detroit you. Today. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Detroit Today is produced by Laura Weber Davis and Jake Neer. The program director is Joan Isabella. Technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Associate producer is Gus Navarro. Detroit Today's theme song was composed by WD. WDET's Sam Bobian. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. I'll see you tomorrow.